We have been having some technical difficulties today, but we are here with DCAF and we're going to push through. Mark just moved into a new apartment and the internet seems to be a little iffy, but we got- Apparently Google Fiber is great, but I can't get, this is our fourth time trying, so hopefully it works this time. Okay, we're going to push through and we got this. Um, Mark, welcome to DCAF with me. We got our coffee, which we need a lot more of. We might need to spike the coffee if the internet keeps messing up because I don't know what else is going to calm you down about that internet. Um, But it's great to be here. Um, I will go ahead and say that this is our last one for a couple weeks because we are off next week. Justin noticed that no one was taking vacation, (laughs) so decided to give us a week off out of the office next week. I have something I want to say. I've always noticed when we say couple weeks, I know that's supposed to mean two, but every time I say it, it I always mean like five or six. I know the couple is only two, but okay. whenever I say a couple days, I think three, four, five. I don't know. It, it could mean anything, but I know that technically you're right. A couple weeks is we'll be back in two weeks. Right. So but it's not by, by the normal person's definition of couple, we will be back in two weeks. By Mark's definition of couple, ignore that. No, couple is one of those words that mean, I know it's got a definition, but it means different things to different people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it'll take me a couple minutes. That, that means like 10 minutes to me. That's what, that's what that means. I, I will say that when I was a little girl, I vividly remember having this discussion with my parents. I was like, okay, but what's the difference between couple and few? Few should mean two because it rhymes, and couple should mean more. Like, I didn't understand it. I, I remember having that conversation with my parents as a little and girl. few seems like it should mean less than couple, but it really means more. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's all, but like, I know that's technically correct. But that's just never the way I use it. And whenever I say a couple minutes, it's never two minutes. I want to be clear. It's at least five. I wonder if Justin realizes how dumb we are. Like, like really <laughs> with like common sense things. Like he hired us. And I don't know if he realizes that we're like actually really dumb. But I do think people, it just in, other than us being dumb, people have these definition things that mean not exactly what, like they're like, if I haven't seen you in a minute, it's obviously been much more than a minute. And sometimes these things mean more than just what the definitions are. And, and it's how you grew up. And like my parents, have, I think when we say couple, I know that it means to, I'm not an idiot. Like I, I get the means too, but I just never use it that way. So just and, interesting. And, and also when you say like, I'm just gonna need a quick second. Like that's never. not a thing. Give me a minute. Never a minute. That's not a thing. Nope. Gosh, we're kind of idiots. Anyway, <laughs> um, the person with the worst ideas in all of Nashville is no less than our leader, Mayor Cooper, because he came out with the absolute worst idea that I've ever heard in my entire life. And I've heard a lot of really bad ideas. I used to coach cheerleading at a high school, and you think nobody, nobody's got worse ideas than high schoolers except Mayor Cooper. He decided this week that in order to make sure that people are wearing masks, he wants to deputize city employees, like librarians and I guess janitors. I don't know. They said probably people who have had codes enforcement training before, but who even knows at this point, to issue um, citations for people not wearing masks. Now, let me just tell you, if a janitor is to come up to me or anyone not wearing a police uniform comes up and says, ma'am, I'm going to need you to put on your mask. I'm just going to say, aye, aye, captain, and walk away. Like, it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. It, it, it's, just, it's just also crazy. I mean, what are the jobs of these people? Their job is to be a librarian or to be a firefighter. It's not to give out tickets. And at the same time, the people said, look, we might need more police officers. It's like, if you're going to put something like this in, and, and he put this mask mandate, whatever, you need to be able to enforce it. If you can't enforce a rule as is, then you shouldn't be putting it in there. You should be putting something you can enforce. Um, like we said, I mean, Cooper's actually a very smart man, but he has just been an absolute disaster as a mayor and it's hard to see where he's even coming from he ran as this kind of moderate hey i want business to come i want this i I want corporate welfare to stop he's really and and he kind of ran on this ticket where a lot of republicans a lot of democrats voted for him because like look this is a guy who's bringing together and 
he is just going, going off the deep end. These ideas, the closing down businesses, which we'll get to later, apparently doesn't work. And, and forcing people to stay in their houses and all these things that he's done, he's not following science anymore. He's just become this dictator who wants power over everybody. And it's so disappointing because like with Mayor Briley, we knew he was going to be bad. We really didn't know that with Cooper. I think that we were really excited about him. And it does, it makes you long for the days of Carl Dean or Megan Barry, because this has just been a disaster. And it's somebody who kind of brought the city together and is now tearing the city apart. Yeah. I, um, I'm really honestly just so baffled by the whole thing. Like I'm on board with masks. Like, let me just say that I'm on board with it. No matter what you think, what the science says, if they work or not, if it means that businesses can be open, I'm on board with masks. It also means that I get to wear less makeup, just mascara because no one can see my face. So like I'm down, I'm down That's with masks. That's the real reason you're on board with masks. Yeah, for selfish reasons, but also for economic reasons. Like I'm down with it, but you and know. of course we have to remember there's a difference between mask mandates and wearing masks. I mean, I, I think that everyone should wear a mask. That's not exactly the same as a mask mandate. And it's certainly not the same as a mask mandate. That's enforced by librarians but okay. right I, I think that um I, I you know I think our elected officials generally speaking are pretty smart people they don't get there without being smart people but they have some of the worst ideas that I've ever heard so um this is just one example in a long list of bad ideas that has happened since COVID and one that might not work. Mark came out, Mark sent me a study earlier today, uh, an article from the Wall Street Journal that was dissecting the study that was done about how cities are, we're seeing in cities that have huge intense lockdown measures that they're not working like they were expected to. Mark, what did that article say exactly? Yeah, so there's this analytics firm called Trend Macro that basically has they and they have no bias or anything political and they've been training cases of COVID and they've been looking at the states that have uh, strict lockdowns, the one that happened, and, and they've done, I mean, it, it's the most extensive study done to date on this. And essentially, the places with strict lockdowns have actually had a little bit more of a spread than the places with no lockdowns. And essentially, that social distancing doesn't really work. And this whole idea of lockdowns, although it seems like maybe common sense that it would spread less, it hasn't worked that way. So really, what it's saying is the science is out there and these do not work. And on top of the economic just devastation they've caused, they're not actually helping anybody. And this is something that, look, I get that people have this idea. I'm not going to fault people for saying, oh, I think lockdowns would work. But I mean, I, I, I get why you would think that with common sense. It makes sense. Um, not that, that the government should do it, but I understand why you think it might work to stop the spread. It hasn't. So we need to stop it. The government should have never done it in the first place, but it's not even working for the, the intended purposes. So it's like not even just an overreach of what they're supposed to do. It's an overreach that has had no effects except for maybe negative ones because the places that, that have not locked down have actually spread a little bit less than the ones that have had complete lockdowns. Well, and I think that when we put all this pressure in the beginning on locking down and the only way we can stay safe is locking down and once things start to open back up, that means we're safe again. That was just not... It wasn't reasonable to say that. What we should have done in the very beginning was say, okay, safety measures, because we're in it for the long haul. People thought that this COVID thing would be over by, like, I totally thought it was going to be over by now. Like, I thought we were going to be past it. We were going to have it figured out by now just because I knew we couldn't stay locked down forever. When you're trying to lock people in their houses, then they start to get out and they're like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going stir crazy. But you're not putting safety measures in place in the beginning. Then it just, it breeds irresponsibility down the road. 
And so, and the, and the economic devastation that's been done. And when I keep saying it's not the stock market, I think the stock market's higher than it's ever been. It's the economic devastation of small business owners, the people just trying to feed their families. And they have been shut down. They're being forced. I just, I just talked with Monty from Monty's Barbershop, my barber, when I got my hair cut the other day. And it's like, he's like, I don't know how I can keep doing this. I'm like, I'm in so much better position than anybody else that I know. Like we have, and, it, and it's just been impossible. I can't imagine how a smaller business could ever stay alive. So it's just this really bad thing that's hurt so many families. And um, I told you this before, but I'm done with this whole argument. If you say there's blood in your hands because you don't agree with somebody's policy, you're an idiot. And I am done with the last thing. There's blood on these governor's hands who have not shut down because they care about the livelihood. And if we're going to use that theory for every COVID that's their fault somehow, then every suicide because of COVID is their fault. Every single business that shut down is their fault. It's 100% their fault. And anybody, any domestic abuse, which has gone up substantially, it's their fault. So it, it's not fair to say it's, Stop politicizing this. It's not putting our hands. We care about safety, but we also care about people being able to make a living and livelihood. And shutting down is not the answer. It's never been the answer, and it's never been clearer than right now. So figure out what you want to do with masks. That's different. Stop with the shutdowns. We're done with this. It hasn't worked, and people need to make a living, and it's already gone on too long. Amen. I'm going to let you mic drop that and move on to the next topic, which is similar, but I totally agree with literally everything you said, and I've never said that before, and I'll never say it again. Um, <laughs> Speaking of shutdowns, schools are still, um, we talked about this last week, schools are still for the most part in Nashville at least shut down. Um, in, in several counties, they're giving parents options of if you want to send your kid to school, send them. If you want to do virtual learning, do that. Um, something that I found really alarming was um, a school district in Tennessee this week sent out an email to parents that said, um, if you're doing virtual learning, um, parents don't eavesdrop on your children's lessons, okay? This is alarming for several reasons. One, don't tell parents to keep their nose out of their kids' business. The reason we have so many problems in society right now, I think, is because of a lack of a strong family unit. Parents, get your nose off in your kids' business. Two, why? why? Why don't you want parents to listen? What are you saying? And this is maybe kind of tinfoil hat of me, but I believe it. What are you saying that you don't want the parents to hear? Is there something going on that you don't want the parents to hear? That's shady. As a parent, if I got that and wasn't already eavesdropping on my kids' classes, you better believe I would after that to, to know what is it that you don't want me to hear. And, you know, I understand helicopter parents might be overly critical of teachers, whatever, and that might be the motivation behind the email. I don't know what the motivation was, but that is only adding insult to injury to this current problem, I think. Yeah, and our friend Chris Butler is the one who broke this story, and it's, it's Rutherford County that said this. And it's, I think I said this before, like, I just kind of have a, a, I think that as a parent, you have the right to kind of know what your child's learning. And like you said, I think that th there's a bunch of blinking lights when you said, oh, don't listen to what we're saying. It's like, I'm going to want to listen way more than I even yeah. did. At the same time, having coached seventh grade basketball, I know how awful parents can be sometimes, and how, how nosy they are and how they get into everything they do. So I think the teachers have the right to teach what they want. Um, it does make me concerned that they will not let parents listen. And it just seems like a big problem. And we see other issues too, with this whole back to school. Like I saw that people were working, um, which is it's kind of a funny thing they came to, but there was kids having to work from outside of Taco Bell and they got like their Wi-Fi from it and that's gone viral. And the problem is they're like, Oh, this is the digital divide. It's like, that's yeah, yeah maybe that's the digital divide, but it's the bigger issue is that's why a lot of kids should be back in school because they literally can't learn in this virtual environment. You're forcing them to learn it. You're not giving them a choice. They cannot learn in this thing. And if they have to talk about to do it, then maybe they should be allowed to go to school and school should be open. Since again, if we're following the science, the CDC said it should be open, you know, yeah. 
this should be open. I mean, all the, it's, it, it should be open because if you're talking about the problem with digital divide, it's because you're not letting these kids go to school. I wish I'd been paying closer attention yesterday. I was at the nail salon and they had the news on um, last night. And there was a report that was saying that hundreds of kids had still not logged in to the school, the, the education system. It's September 3rd and you've still got kids who haven't even logged in to their virtual classes for one reason or another. Like this is, this is putting an entire generation of students behind and now you're trying to exclude the parents from it. It's impractical. It doesn't make sense. It's not going to work. It's unsustainable. I, I don't know how much longer we can do this. And if putting a kid in a mask and sending them to school is the solution, okay. If, I don't know, maybe education savings accounts to allow parents to homeschool if they choose that that's the best thing for them or send their kids to an independent school or micro schools. There are so many other solutions and why are we ignoring them? Huh. It's just, and it's like, it's following the science until you don't want to, until it disagrees with you. I mean, the CDC said it's fine to go back. It says that basically there's almost been no kids that have had it between the ages of like what, zero and 13. If they do have it, they have such, such a crazy, like higher likely. I don't think any child that has gotten it from school has actually has died. So I mean, like, of course, this is something we need to worry about protecting our kids, but this is, if you follow the science again, that means that kids should go back to school. The CDC said kids can go back to school. A lot of places that kids can go back to school. Let's not, Let's not follow the science only when we like what it says. Let's follow the science at all points. And that's what it's saying right now. And guess what else the science says? That we can open everything back up. So I'm, I want to follow the science. Now, will the people on the left come with me and follow science and let kids back in school and let businesses go back open and restart our economy? Yeah, I agree. We're only doing more damage by keeping things closed. Oh, so frustrating. Um, hopefully things are open by Christmas. We can only hope. But um, according to Costco, it is Christmas time. I saw a tweet the other day that said there are Christmas trees already up in Costco. And this is a hot take. I'm just going to say it anyway, because I do always deliver the hot takes and have controversial opinions. But I think that it's time to celebrate Christmas. I don't think any amount of early is too early. Now, I do think that you shouldn't leave your Christmas tree up year round because it, it, makes, it takes the excitement away. But I think that it is officially Christmas season as of September 1st. I think that all fall holidays should be celebrated all of fall. Um, so it is Halloween season. It is Christmas season. Thanksgiving is like only one day. I will say we need to limit that to one day. I can't consume all those calories in like overtime. Give me one day of the turkey and I'm good. But um, I think Mark and I actually agree on this, that it is not too early to start celebrating Christmas. And if you don't like that, then you can just turn off this video right now. <laughs> well, I'm a true free market person. I feel like people should do what makes them happy as long as they're not infringing anyone else's rights. So I feel like if you want to put your Christmas tree up in July, great. And, I, and, and at a time like this where there's so much negativity in the world, I feel like people are so pessimistic and just they're having a hard time. Just uh, people put some Christmas lights up kind of Christmas in July. It's like, I liked it. If that makes you happy, you should do it. And I love Christmas. I'm not quite, and I think I love it more than anybody else I know. I'm not quite ready to do it yet, but I think October once, I mean, give me another month, but I would not judge anybody for doing it because I think if, if that makes you happy, I think that's great. You should celebrate it. I think that Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever, whatever holiday you celebrate there, if that's something that makes you happy, celebrate it as early as you want for as long as you want, because at a time where we are really lacking just overall happiness and, and goodwill and um, optimism, I think that that's one thing that can really change people. And uh, I'm excited for it. I think I, I, I support your decision fully. I hope to see a Christmas tree up next in two weeks when we come back, because I feel like it makes people happy and it's a great holiday. And it's just, and, and it's more exciting when you get more of a buildup. So yeah. it's like, 
start in September. It's like you can start listening to crazy music and kind of go in. And then by November, when the radio stations start playing, you're like, I'm fully ready. I'm gonna watch all. I'm gonna watch a hundred Christmas movies now because yeah. you have. And you can go on a Christmas trip, go see some light. So I feel like it's, it needs more buildup. So I'm with you. I'm about to put mistletoe all up in this place to really increase my chances of finding a man. I'm about to just carry around mistletoe on a stick with me everywhere I go. That's probably not. I think the Me Too movement maybe like calm down a little bit. That, that seems like a little bit, you're, you're going a little bit far there, but okay. I was moving earlier this week, which is how I potentially broke my hands, but I was moving earlier this week and I found my Santa suit and I didn't put it in the attic. I said, we got to keep this baby out because it's almost Christmas season. I am, I am ready for this. Yes, I have a Santa suit. Yeah, I have a Santa suit. I didn't I know that. that thing. I look so good in that. I put my hair up underneath the Santa hat. I got a beard. I do the pillow, the bell. I have white. I have the red uh, pants with the black boots. Oh, yeah. I rock that Santa suit. I can't stop thinking about Phyllis and Michael in the Santa suits when they had the, the competing office episodes they're trying to go to. <laughs> and then yeah. Michael flips it inside out. God. He's like, I am God. I am the reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dress up like God, but I definitely dress up like Santa. I yeah. realized that an elf might be more appropriate for me. I have a lot of like yeah. elfish qualities. Much, much more. I mean, you're like four foot one. I feel like an elf <laughs> makes a lot of sense. No, I'm not four foot one. I wish I was four foot one because then I could get a handicap parking tag. Do you realize you can get handicap parking if you are under four ten? So I'm like one inch taller than getting handicap really parking. True. Yeah, in Alabama at least. I mean, there's a lot of things weird in Alabama. <laughs> also, no, wait, this is a weird thing that this is just a, a weird law that apparently you can drink and drive in Mississippi. That as long as you're under the legal limit, you're allowed to have beer. Yeah, I like looked at it. was just this weird law. I don't know if it's still in the books, but I think it is. Like as long as you're under the legal limit, you're allowed to like drink a beer while you drive. Legalize the booze cruise. What? Yeah, questionable, but uh, I do believe that's. I feel like Alabama and Mississippi have the weirdest laws. That I mean, just a weird thing. But yes. But the football season is happening in Alabama, Mississippi, or the, one of the, the conferences playing, so I will commend them for that. Can you, can you just give me one roll, Todd? No, I will not. Well, I will give the SEC – I'll give the SEC credit for playing, though. Good job, SEC. You're bad at a lot of things, but I will give you credit for playing. This is why fall is the best season. It's already Christmas as of September 1st. We get football. We have Halloween, which means, like, chocolate galore. And then November 1st, the candy goes on sale, so come to mama. I mean, fall is the best season ever. It's officially Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Mark, do you have any final thoughts? Nope. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Avianico. We'll see you next week. And two weeks.